This is Rhema for Today. He said, you know, I'm 89 years old. Well, actually, he said, I'm 90. I'll be 90 years old in three weeks. 90 years old in three weeks. And he said, you know, at 89 or 90, because I'll be 90 years old in three weeks. Read it, really, really, in about two and a half weeks. Because he gave us the date. This is in April and right over the, in the first part of May. He'd be 90 years old. And he said, you know, I, I'm just as good a man. I'm just as strong. I'm just as good a man in every way as I was when I was a young man. He looked good. And, and he said, God's kept me. He said, you know, I haven't been sick. I haven't been sick. Here's my wife standing right here. She'll say, I have not been sick in 40 years. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Mountain Moving Faith. Well, I didn't love his wrong thinking. God didn't love all that wrongness about him, but he loved him. See, God doesn't love sin, but he loves the sinner. Did you hear me? The Bible said God hates sin, but he don't hate the sinner. He loves the sinner. Are you listening to him? So I, I didn't like and I didn't love what he was putting out, but I, I loved him. I showed love towards him and he couldn't get away from it. I was kind. He said, you were kind to me. And I couldn't get away from that. Praise the Lord. And it brought forth fruit in the, fruit in the process of time. No, the outward man is decaying. The Bible said so. And as I said, I realized, I, I remember in my hometown of McKinney, Texas, there was a fellow by the name of Brother Smith. Now, he was an old-time free Methodist man. Old-time free Methodists, you know, the whole church, a whole lot like Nazarenes. They believed in the second definite work of grace and sanctification. Their thinking is that if you do speak with tongues, that's all right whether you do or whether you don't. But at least this man had been, been indoctrinated to some extent on the subject of divine healing. And so I know I was coming back several years ago to my hometown to preach two or three nights in my home church, that is, full gospel church. And uh, so this fellow came out, though he wasn't a member of that church, he came out. He heard it announced on the radio out of Dallas, it would be there. And so when the service was over, he was shaking hands with me, he and his wife, and he said, you know, Brother Hagin, he said, uh, oh, well, Brother Kenneth, he always, because I'd worked for him when I first started preaching, as a Baptist boy preacher, I worked for him, pastor the church too, see? did some work for him. And he said, you know, Brother Kenneth, he said, I always like to hear you preach because you always preach faith and healing or positive, and I like that. He said, you know, I'm 89 years old. Well, actually, he said, I'm 90. I'll be 90 years old in three weeks. 90 years old in three weeks. And he said, you know, at 89 or 90, because I'll be 90 years old in three weeks, read it, really, really, in about two and a half weeks, because he gave us the date. This is in April and right over the, in the first part of May. He'd be 90 years old. And he said, you know, I, I'm just as good a man, I'm just as strong, I'm just as good a man in every way as I was when I was a young man. He looked good. And, and he said, God's kept me. He said, you know, I haven't been sick. I haven't been sick. Here's my wife standing around here. She'll tell you, I have not been sick in 40 years. Well, it's too late to start it then, you know, after 40 years. <laughs> Amen. And then he said, you know, uh, Brother Kenneth, he said, you know, he said, uh, I know this isn't divine healing, but it's faith, and God honors faith, you see. He said, you know, I, I got the reading one day in the Bible about where God said, Jesus said, the very hair of your head is numbered. 
In other words, he knows just how many hairs you got in your head. And he said, I got to thinking about that back there years ago. Well, now, Lord, you know how many hairs I got. I'm just going to believe you to keep my hair. And so at night, he had all of his hair. Well, now, I hadn't thought about that. That hadn't dawned on me. And, and, and I'd already lost some. But you know, he said that to me, and from that day to this, I've never lost any more. I can show you pictures of me. Amen. That's right, back there in, in my late 30s, and I've never lost any more, and I'm 54 years old now. See, I said, I never thought of that. Amen. And not only that, but Brother Smith, at 90 years of age, he only had a few gray hairs, not many. Not very many. He believed God to keep his hair. Now, who would have thought of that? I never thought of it. And then he said, uh, you know, he said, uh, hey amen, this is true. Now, you look at it. He's 90 years old, but I asked my wife. I asked my wife, I said afterwards, because she had never met him till this night, see. And I asked her, I said, if he hadn't told us, and you heard him tell how old he was, how old would you think he is? She said, not a day over 55. Not a day. He is working every day. Now, he's a man of wealth. There's no telling how much he's worth. But he'd get out and work with his hands every day. He's, he's working every day. Just, just, just work. yeah, in fact, he'd outwork most, most, most men at 89, 90 years of age. He'd work them down. Well, he started away again. Shook hands with me again, you know. Started to go. And then he came back and said, Brother Killen, I'll tell you something else. He said, you know, he said, I believe God to keep my teeth. And he opened his mouth. And he had every tooth in his head at 90 years of age and not a filling in one of them. All his own teeth at 90 years of age. I believe God to keep my teeth. But I hadn't thought of that. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that. And I had one or two fillings, but I never had any more. Praise God, that ended. I said, well, bless God, amen, that's right. Now, this is, this is beyond divine healing, you understand. But right on the other hand, uh, according to your faith, be it unto you. If he believed God to do it, God will do it. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. And he started to walk away the third time, you know, and then he come back. But he said, Brother Kenneth, he said, I'll, I'll tell you something. You know it, but I'm going to tell you the secret of the whole thing. And, 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 and I, want to, I want you to see this. This has everything in the, do, in the world to do with a person living a long life and, and staying healthy. He stuck his tongue out. He said, but I asked God, first of all, to keep this, to help me keep this, my tongue. You see, the Bible said, he that would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. Huh? And his lips that they speak no guile. And I remember then, when he said that, I remember then, I was working for him. There's a fellow in our hometown that was a World War Number 1 veteran. He had been gassed in World War Number 1. If you know anything about some of those fellows, you know, the afters affected, they'd have these spells, you know, and, and he's a World War I veteran. He'd stayed in the hospital, the veteran hospital a lot, but he'd get out and, and he, he took to drink. He wasn't a Christian man, of course. If he'd been a Christian man, he wouldn't have been doing some of these things. But he took to drink, trying, you know, to hide from the condition that existed in him. And when he'd get drunk, he'd get mean. And he'd just cut somebody up. I mean, he'd cut two or three people up. He had a knife. He'd put them in the hospital. He'd, he'd just run people off the sidewalk. And there couldn't anybody in our town, just, oh, eight, 9,000 population, the little county seat of Collin County, McKinney, Texas. And there couldn't anybody handle him except Mr. Ed Blakeman, the, the, the chief of police. All the rest of the police would just really run from him because they'd either have to kill him or, you know. But Mr. Blake, Ed Blakeman would always come and he'd talk to him. And, 
and take him, put him in jail till he sobered up, and then they'd just turn him loose. Because the whole town sympathized with him for the condition that he was in, and realized, you know, that he wasn't altogether to blame, and, you know. And he's just the finest, splendid kind of a gentleman you ever saw until he'd get drunk. He'd get drunk. He'd get to drinking again when he'd get to feeling bad physically, and these spells would come on him while he'd go to drinking. And then he'd get mean. Well, one Saturday night, he was in a, a cafe right on the east, the east side of the square, and he was drinking, and so he got taken up, you know, and he pulled his knife on somebody. And there was a policeman in there, all right. And he knew he couldn't handle him, so he ran out and called Mr. Blakeman. He was at home. The chief of police was at home, but he told him, said, he's so-and-so, so I'm going on a rampage. You better get out here. So he got out there as fast as he could, and, but the, the owner of this cafe, he, he uh, took a chair and held him off of him with that knife, see where he couldn't get to him, finally pushed him out of the cafe, and so he started off down the sidewalk. This sidewalk just crowded on a Saturday night, country town, depression days in the 30s, you know, and, and everybody got off the sidewalk because they knew this fellow, you know, because he just liable to cut up anybody he met. So Mr. Blakeman got there, and he met him right on the corner of the square in front of Duke Nair's store. That's a variety store. And so he said to him, come on, Jim, we're going, going to jail. You're going to sleep this off. They'd turn him out on a Monday morning then to get over it, you know. No, I said, I'm not going in, Mr. Ed. Yeah, he said, you are. Come on now. And he said, no, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut your throat. I'm going to cut your head off, or else you're going to kill me, one of the two. Actually, he just got tired of the condition. He just, he just said, well, in his own thinking, this is it, see. And so, Mr. Ed, wasn't anything he could do but pull his gun, you see, because everybody was watching, you see, and so he attacked him with that knife, and he shot him. And the fellow died as a result of it. Well, everybody felt badly about it in a way, and again, the whole town almost side to side of relief, you know, because one woman that he didn't even know just out on the street just slit her throat. And she had almost died, and, and several people had nearly died from having their being cut up, you see. And uh, yet even then, they wouldn't even press charges about it. I mean, even the people wouldn't, because they realized he wasn't just altogether at himself. He'd go back to the hospital a while, and they'd think he was well enough to get out and let him out. But everybody was talking about, well, it's a good riddance. It's, we hated to happen that way, but it's just a good riddance. I remember I went on the job that day, and we were talking about it, you know, and everybody expressing their opinion about the fellow, you know. But Brother Smith wouldn't say one evil thing about it. I remember he said, well, one thing about him, said he did have pretty eyes. I thought about that when he said to me, ask God to keep this. He said he had beautiful eyes. And I, when he said that, I thought of that. The fellow did have beautiful eyes. So he said something good about him. He wouldn't say anything bad about him. And here at 90 years of age, here he is just as strong, just as good as a younger man in every way. And, and he's saying, uh, you know, ask God to help me keep this. I think some more of us could stand a little of that kind of preaching. Say amen if you can. He that would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that speak no guile, the Bible says. See? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with three CDs from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. And the mini book from Kenneth E. Hagan, 
How to Turn Your Faith Loose. All this for the special price of $28. That's $19.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're going to get to start our traveling schedule again. So we we have been we haven't traveled since no, uh, since, since March since March first yes. of March. Yes, yes. And we're going to be in Warsaw, Indiana, with the Living Faith Crusade, August sixteenth. That's Sunday night mm-hmm. through the eighteenth, which is Tuesday night. Yes. At the New Life Christian Church and World Outreach with Pastor John and Deborah Lowe. Uh, times and locations, uh, you can go to rhema.org, find yes. out all the information about yes. it. Then and we're, then we're going to go over to Virginia, Illinois. Yeah, actually the church is address Virginia, but I, if I understand it correctly, it's on the, it's on the road between Beardstown and Virginia. Okay. It, 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 that's where the church is at. It's uh, it's Life Family Church, pastored by Brandon and Pamela Thompson. That's uh, August I, the 19th through the 21st. Yeah, that's Wednesday yes. night through Friday night. Yes. And of course, Brandon and Pamela, we consider our kids in that's the Lord. Right. They travel they with us on the road. Us. They work for us. And we, we're so excited about mm-hmm. going to be there with them. Hey, if you're anywhere in the area, come on out and be with us, okay? Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.